Hey everybody, it's the R&B Show. Can you dig it? And now, it's the two guys that won't stop until they get their own dance on Fortnite. Here's Ricardo and Brett. What does that mean? Fortnite's a game, Brett. See, Brett doesn't understand. He's, he's, not, he's not with the kids stuff. He's Fortnite's not. a very popular game that everyone does. I, in I, the play, game. I play board games with the Clue and Monopoly. Clue. You know. Oh, Clue? Connect Clues? Four. Who's good? Connect Four. Sorry. Checkers. Yeah. <laughs> we play Triple Solitaire sometimes. Right, but but young uh, adolescents they play. I believe me because my son plays Fortnite, and uh, it's it's basically uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a game where you you go around, you're shooting other people. Yeah. And uh, the last one standing wins. Yeah. yeah and within the game. That, that's in Battle Royale. That's There's in Battle also Royale. Save the World. Right. So. But, uh, yeah, where you're, you're, is that the one where you're teamed up? Or yeah. Where you, uh, you got to team up and build stuff. You got to build forts at night to protect yourself uh, against sound, the zombies. Sounds, sounds really uh, within, smart. Within the game, they in- include little nice little things like bells and whistles. Like you can do these different dances and they have uh, – that's that's what that's They've what got everyone is on. If 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 you see any of the NFL football players, some of them actually do them as celebration celebration dances. Now you just see them do a bunch of dancing, but what it is is a Fortnite dance. I'm a bit more intellectual than that. Yeah, intellectual. That's what I think of when I first when I hear about you, Brad. I, I watch documentaries. I read books. I take long, long bike rides. And at night, long, he really long bike rides. Yeah, and at really night, long. he has bowls of Cheerios. He does. I do. I eat a lot of he cereal does. at night. A lot of bran. It's like I get home from the football <laughs> live streams, and I want I want a beer, I want a pizza. Brett just wants cereal. cereal I, I usually have a bowl of raisin bran, and I wash it down with a big old glass of Metamucil. I'm ready to go. Ooh. And he's regular. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. Hey, I'm <laughs> happy. I'm happy. Before you get to the prep stuff, uh, Bear fan, I'm happy. Uh, big news coming out that it sounds like uh, Packers and Aaron Rodgers are going to sign that big old mega deal, and that's going to torment your Bears no, I'm for happy. years to come. You have no idea how pleased I am with this, and I'll tell you why. Because – First off, he's on the wrong side of 30. He's, he's, he's de- he will be soon in decline. He's not now, but he soon will be. He'll have that fat contract that, he, that the Packers will have to pay, and then there's gonna, it's going to be salary cap hell for the Packers. I've said it here first. They will not win a Super Bowl with Rodgers. They will. And no, uh, you're, you're Rodgers will win a Super Bowl, but at the end of his career, like John Elway, he'll be, <coughs> it'll be with someone else. That, with someone else. It, well, no, he'll be with the Packers now for the duration of his career, number one, if this actually goes through from Adam Schefter. But number two, Ricardo you're mistaken. I mean, he's 34 going on 35, but his first three seasons he didn't play. He missed two seasons with broken collarbones, so he's a young 34. And, and he's injury prone. Uh, no. I mean, he, he has had two collarbone injuries That's the last couple of years. That's not injury prone. That's yes, a broken that bone. That's yeah, a broken yeah, bone. It's an injury, is it not? It's, I look at injury oh, prone yeah. as somebody who Get out of here. You can't muscles. start moving goalposts around. It's injury prone. No, he's, he's not. He's had the broken clavicle listen, the last two of the last three listen, years. Listen, you can't hit quarterbacks anymore, period. You yeah. can barely touch them, so that's going to. But his game is going on the outside. He's going to be 40 years old running he, around. He can his adjust. game is outside the pocket. Once he has to be inside the pocket and take more of those hits, which unfortunately the NFL is trying to outlaw apparently yeah, against you can't, quarterbacks. You can't touch anybody. He's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady's always been a stationary quarterback. He knows how to play the game that way. Rodgers is going to fundamentally have to change how he plays. And a he lot will. of those big plays, believe me, I've seen them enough against my Bears, have come up when he's rolling out and buying time. He's not going to be able to do that in his late 30s. He can he's adjust. Not. 
He can adjust. He's not. He can, but he's an athlete. this isn't about adjust. the Packers. This is about the R&B show podcast. Season number two, episode number 39 of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. If you do want to see more of that Packer and that, that little uh, exchange that we had, you can catch that on the Clubhouse Live show, Brad. Yeah, more news from Adam Schefter. Apparently the NFL is going to rescind the Bears. Uh, they are done. They are no longer a team <laughs> in the NFL. No, nah, the charter NFL Breaking franchise. News I don't there. think that's happening, my friend. But uh, if you want to see more of that kind of talk that Brett's doing there, every Monday night, 6.30 p.m., Clubhouse Live, the Packers show yep. that he and I are both Kicked a part it of. off he's, on Monday. He's the man, and uh, I'm the guy out there among the crowd, and uh, you can check out more of that Packer talk then. But for now, I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello, sitting alongside with me, as always, is Brett, as you just listened to him. We're both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. Don't forget about Rosie. And we have a special friend here who's helping out and hopefully going to be part of the show. I'm not sure, Rosie. Uh, what's the, what's well, the deal? This it Trent, depends Trent, if, the schedule, uh, if the schedule allows. But here, I'll give, I'll give Trent the mic. Oh, here we go. Oh, great. Yes. Okay. Trent, uh, like, no, good no, morning no. or good afternoon, Trent. Uh, how are you, my friend? And how, how thrilled are you to be here? It's, it's good. It's a little overwhelming, a lot, <laughs> lot of different controls for me, but uh should be an interesting uh, show today, I think. So Just He'll push a fine. bunch of buttons. That's what <laughs> yeah. Rosie does. I, I have no idea what he does over there. He'll be fine. Actually, I can't. There we go. I couldn't hear myself for a second, but uh, we're good to have Trent kind of learn a, a, a young gun, the pride and joy of Appleton North here, <laughs> uh, learning some of the stuff that Rosie does. Okay. Rosie has to take a vacation. Oh, That's when's right. that? Next week? Uh, uh, first... Uh, was it the, well, the 10th, week of 11th, the 12th? When yeah. Josh Jones yep. joins us for Clubhouse Live. Oh, wow. Okay. So All so right. You'll be in good hands with Trent. Oh, yeah. All right. We better be. Oh, there'll be uh, hell to pay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, welcome, Trent, my friend. Uh, but let's quickly look over the topics that we're going to discuss here. We're going to look back at week two in football. Uh, going to talk about my G10 power rankings that we got going out uh, for Thursday, this later tonight, actually, which is a composite of, uh, of the 10 newspaper sites. Uh, so, we'll, I'll give you more info on that when it comes up. Also, uh, we got to talk about girls volleyball again because Nina did something very special uh, this past weekend, something that's never been done before, I believe. I know because I talked to their old coach, Bruce Moriarty, about it. We'll talk about that coming up. That's a and tease. That's a tease. This and that. Uh, just talking about anything else that comes up across our little minds here. Uh, I know a couple of things I want to talk about was a freedom uh, invite that's coming up, the cross-country invite. And then a very special athlete, uh, Danielle Eaglin. Uh, from Nina, she's a powerlifter. Brett, she's going to national, uh, oh, not nice. to nationals, to worlds. She could lift more than South you. Africa. Oh, she can. Once I rattle off these weights that she's lifting, take a good look at what she's lifting. I think she can weight lift more than all of us. Actually, I'm pretty sure. Combined, probably. Yeah, it's it's incredible. But yeah, that's what's coming up on the big show. Let's start with football week two. Yep. Taking a look back uh, at week two in the area of football uh, games. Uh, Brett, you and I were both at Springs Amherst. Now, technically, that's not in our area. Well, so you want to talk about that a little bit, you think? Well, you go. No, what, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I wanted to talk about Kimberly bouncing back on that Thursday before yeah. uh, against Wisconsin Rapids after the big loss uh, to uh, Fond du Lac in week one. Brett, 42-0, 35-0 halftime lead. He was running clock to start the second half. Uh, our guy, Starkle, five touchdown passes. They're back. Good, well, they weren't gone. Right. I mean, it was good a good point. bounce back. We talked about that last week, uh, you know, after the, the week one loss to Fond du Lac, that they went toe-to-toe, Kimberly, with – a somewhat inexperienced team now, a lot of holes to fill, uh, although they do have some pieces uh, defensively, and, and you think of Zach Lechner on the offensive side, but they went toe-to-toe with the number one ranked team in the state right now in Fond du Lac, right? right. Cardinals are now 2-0. and So why was it a surprise that they went to Rapids and just annihilated the Red Raiders? Because I guess it wasn't really so much a surprise. I just I was curious to see how they would bounce back because yeah. they haven't been in this position, Brett, as a team as a coaching staff in over five years. I guess I, I, I chuckled at some of these tweets after that Kimberly streak was, was snapped and 
the end of an era, you know, uh, it, it's over. Well, no, it isn't over. And I think people need to realize that there is still another streak intact for, for Kimberly, and that's the five in a row five state in a row. titles. And if they win six in a row, that will tie Stratford for the state record. We talked about that. Everything is still out there for them, including a conference championship. And you know that they're going to get better by the end of the season, by week nine. They're going to be a, a, a beast of a team, I think, to play. I mean, they were tough in week one. I think they have to shore some things up defensively, although you, you credit Fond du Lac because of that great offensive line and that power uh, running attack um, led by their Raditz, their quarterback. Yes. But to go to Rapids week two after a, a tough loss and to really put the pounding, uh, lay the wood on, on Wisconsin Rapids was, it was definitely a plus sign offensively and defensively uh, for Cambridge. I'm a, I'm, I'm a believer in Cody, uh, in, uh, Cody Starkle. Okay. I thought he played well in that Fond du Lac game, and he was getting better as the game went on. Uh, like I was talking to somebody the other night uh, at, uh, at Clubhouse Live, um, Kimberly has always been about the big play, the home run play, and they were doing that against a good Fond du Lac team, so it stands to reason that they're going to have a little bit of a run here and kind of set up, I guess it's a week, what, five or week six showdown with Nina. I fully expect Kimberly now to uh, have a little bit of okay. a run here. Interesting. And by the way, can I just say, folks, that uh, Kimberly has not started a new streak yet because one in a row is not a streak. It is just one game. If they win this week, then it's a new streak. All right, very there particular. is no streak right now. Brett's being very <laughs> particular about this. Now, Brett, I want to move on to Nina Appleton North, but actually I want to save that for last, okay? We'll talk about Nina Appleton North because that was uh, arguably the biggest news of this past week because I want to talk real quick about Appleton North. Um, no, I'm sorry, not Appleton North. Menashe's 2-0. Like some of the other teams that are 2-0 uh, in our area. Little Shoot 2-0. And, Brett, I had this little thing that's going on to the G10 thing where they've scored 63 consecutive points. Big wins over uh, Freedom. O'Connell Falls is usually not one of the better teams in the Northeastern Conference. But I have them actually ranked high in the AP poll, too. Or at least I did. I, maybe other folks weren't, weren't buying what I was selling. But uh, Little Shoot, I like right away. Northeastern Conference are looking like, like uh, a contender. And we're going to know right away because this Friday they have Luxembourg Casco. That's going to be a big game, um, and that's that little shoot. That's one other trophy game, uh, the battle for the LC. Uh, I think it's a wood wood trophy that somebody from Luxembourg made. So it's it LC. don't say it's better than the China Bowl because it ain't. Better I don't want to talk Bowl. about the China Bowl. Amaral what kind of a trophy is that? <laughs> it's a great trophy. Goes it's back to 1948. It's not oh, like we're the still old in middle school. It's vintage. It's not like the old River Jug Splash in Wisconsin Rapids. No, it's, it's not, not the county end sign. sign. It's not county the end the battle sign. for the LC Get trophy. Get out of here. They just right. take the sign off a highway. They you really can't do that. That's against the law. I don't know how they did it. that. You know what? You know what? Next year, there should be a story on how that came to be. No, I don't want to incriminate anyone. I, I don't want anyone getting in trouble. I want to know how that came. By I the way, guys, is it freezing in here Little or not? Cool. I feel it's I can almost see my cool. breath. And well, well, Rosie, well, Rosie should know. He's wearing the cabana well, gear. Rosie looks like <laughs> he's yeah. in the tropics He's back from right Maui. Yeah. He's got shorts on. Hey, li little shoot, uh, no surprise. They're expected to be really good defensively uh, year in and year out. Uh, I, I still say that that's the backbone of that program, that they're always tough on that side of the ball. But you got to give it up to Noah Miller uh, stepping in at, at his senior year, a wide receiver last year. We know that he's a really good athlete. He's got nice running backs and uh, Bryce Schumacher and Adam Hippis and uh, Isaac Van Dersen. I, I guess Adam Hippis is a receiver. they got Jacob Lilge. They got a, a nice offensive line, so th they got all the pieces. Uh, but uh, this is going to be this game and the Week Nine game against Wrightstown are going to be their big, big tests. I think it wasn't uh, that big of a surprise for Little Shoot to beat Freedom in Week One. I think they're better than Freedom this year. Uh, Freedom's still solid, but I think Little Shoot's just got a little bit more um, to it uh, than than Freedom. Uh, 
overall. But what Casco did to FVL, uh, what was that? Yikes. They, they shut them out. And, yeah. and, and you saw FVL in week one against right. Clintonville. That was really good. Maybe not the, the best test because Clintonville very much a, a struggling program at program right now. But for Luxembourg Casco and Drew Reeders, the quarterback at FVL, correct me if I'm wrong, but he lit up uh, Clintonville in week yes. one and uh, they bottled them up big time. So that, that's going to be the test. That Luxembourg Casco defense versus a, a, a high-powered Mustang offense. And then can uh, Little Shoot defensively get off the field? Uh, boy, that's going to be a battle. That's going to be at Little Shoot. And you know that that place, Fitzpatrick Field, is going to be rocking. That's one of the big games of the week, week three. Another interesting game, one that we're live streaming, is uh, Xavier at Menasha. Brett, we're happy to go to Menasha. We haven't been there in a couple of years, see the new field, all that kind of stuff. And now, uh, here's, here's the thing with, with the Bay Conference a little bit, because you usually have Menasha, you usually have West Superior, you usually have Xavier up there. Seymour's also well, uh, doing well this year. But this game, Brett, we're going to find out, because in Menasha beat Kingsford, Michigan last week, 14-7. to A very good Kingsford, Michigan team, Yeah, that's the a way. good program, good apparently. Uh, so they're 2-0. Xavier's 2-0. But we really don't know too much about these two teams, do we? All we know is that Menasha has a huge offensive line that's NFL size. But we don't really know a whole lot about Xavier and how they're going to react. You know, they kind of struggled a little bit. I think it was going to Green Bay West. I'll have to double check that. But you know, that's 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 uh, does that should that sort of put up an alarm on you, Brett, when you're struggling to get past Green Bay West? I think so. Uh, who knows how this is going to turn <laughs> out? Uh, it's but it's two two and O teams in the Bay Conference, and that's a game we'll be live streaming as you mentioned at Calder Stadium, and a chance to well, Menashe is ranked. I mean, they're they're I know in the coaches' poll, I yes. think they're ranked maybe fourth. I want to say, but. Uh, in the large division, they did receive a vote. And that was me. I'm going to say this time and time again. Quit dividing the AP poll in the large, medium, and small. Do it by division because it's uh, unfair that Menasha – put them in, in Division Two, and uh, there will be a top ten program in Division Two. Uh, so talk to your fellow AP uh, well, cohorts, all save, right? Save that, uh, uh, save that vitriol for when we do the G10 Power 10, because actually I'm, I, I lump all the teams together. There are Ooh. no divisions, so you'll have something to say about that. But I, I think Menasha, obviously, you know, a little bit of a disappointment for them in the last couple of years. I yes. Mean, they're, they're a proud program. No Jeremy other way to describe it, disappointment. Jeremy Korth has done a, fa a fabulous job, a state title only a few years ago, uh, and but early playoff exits. So I think uh, now's the time to, to – Get over that hurdle, make a deep run, and uh, you said that big offensive line, another Elizazi's out there, so I'm yep. looking forward to him. Uh, Riley Zirpel, an all-around athlete. You know they're, they're going to be uh, dynamic offensively. You know they're going to be stout defensively. I know that uh, they need to, to hold on to the football. Yes, uh, mistakes I, have been the bane of Manesha. And, 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 uh, yeah, and uh, I was talking to Dan Cohen, our colleague, who puts together the top ten list, uh, top ten games to watch every week, and he said that Jeremy Korth told him that as uh, as the preview leading up to our live stream is that you get, we got to hold on to the football. We hold on to the football, we're going to be fine. We don't hold on to the football, we're we're going to be in trouble. And that's kind of been some of the things that we've seen uh, over the recent years too. There, there's been some some hiccups there in, in terms of ball security. But uh, I'm 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 looking forward to it. It's two two and zero teams, two really good programs. Uh, Dave Hinkins over at Xavier has done fantastic job. This is his 18th season already wow. at Xavier. Always one of the top teams here in our Fox Valley region. And, and he's a big proponent of huddle. He's a big proponent of huddle. <laughs> and uh, I, I just think uh, this is a good time to profile a couple of Bay Conference uh, heavyweights. Last thing I, I want to add about Menasha, you're right, right about the mistakes. Because we have seen uh, that, that was a great team that won the state title. Don't get me wrong. But there have been other Menasha teams that, in my opinion, were in that class that mistakes killed them. And they should have been either a state champ or gotten to the championship game. So it's going to be really interesting how Menasha, if they can, 
because that's been a thing. That's been an issue now yeah. for the last several years now. They've been making those kind of mistakes that <coughs> short circuit drives or you know big plays they allow. Uh, so that's one thing to watch. Oh, a couple other things I wanted to point out, Brett. Some other 2-0 teams. Hortonville, great to see them back. You know, they missed the playoffs for the first time in seven years. They're 2-0. They're all excited about the new field over there. Uh, so it's good to see them going. But they have, I think they have a pretty big matchup coming up this week, actually. We'll have to double-check that. Yeah, let me check that now. Yeah, and, and um, you know, Hilbert's 2-0. Wrightstown, you know, we don't talk about Wrightstown. They kind of fly under the radar a little bit. But uh, they're 2-0 as well. So we got a lot of great teams in this area. Uh, to keep an eye on here as they're undefeated. But uh, I, I, I guess I'm interested in Hortonville because I see them as a dark horse with Nina and Fond du Lac uh, in the VFA South. So we'll see, you know, if they can kind of keep pace because that's asking a lot for them. Uh, so they're at Marshfield. Yeah, I thought Marshfield was 2-0. and I, I could be wrong with that. But, but it's uh, hard. You see how the VFA, the, what the trend's going right now. Obviously, the north is really good. The yeah. south is really good. And the west. Yikes. With, with, with no offense to with, with the old yeah. Wisconsin, out there. With a lot of the old Wisconsin <laughs> Valley schools. Really struggling There's on that side. Clearly a tier, Brett. Uh, you know, you got the VFA South and North, and then the West is lagging far behind. I mean, Wausau West, I think, is two and zero. But Wausau uh, West. You know, look at Stevens Point, zero and two, in danger. They play Kimberly this week of going to zero and three, and then right now they'll be zero and three. We're scheduled to go to Spash to stream next week's game between Appleton North and Stevens Point. But I think Appleton North, and we'll talk about this a little bit at the end. Actually, we can talk about it now because we are segueing into Nina's big win over Appleton North. 22-19 um, victory over Appleton North, Brett. We've been waiting for Nina to kind of take that step. Do you think they made that step, Brett? Yes, I do. I, and, and, and only because you look at what North did to Nina last year, especially in the playoffs. 45-7. Yeah, they annihilated yeah. the Rockets, and that was a good Nina defense. And that was kind of, I know you got it on here about picking live stream games and, and when the schedule first came out in the spring, um, the tentative schedule came out in the spring, and I, I heard a little bit from the Nina folks saying, why are we not you know, being showcased? You're just waiting for to take that step, right? I mean, you look at some of the programs that we do have featured on there, and they've had state titles. They've made runs. Yeah, they haven't just made steps. They're championship teams. Yeah, I mean, you look Amherst. at a Notre Dame, a Springs, an Amherst. Uh, Appleton North has gone deep. Bayport's made runs. Yeah. Kimberly, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, Little Shoots made it to the state finals uh, and, and to the state semifinals. And Wrightstown. Um, so I was waiting for, for, that, for that big step. And they did it against a, a Carter Robinson-led team yes. in, in Appleton North. That he's he's still the top quarterback, I think, in, in our coverage area. Right. Uh, that's a big win. That was at Rocket Stadium, and I think that's a win that could propel them. And uh, now Nina, they really have my attention. Right. Now I think they have uh, the state's attention. State's as well. attention because they did crack the top ten, but I think they're number nine. So kudos to the Rockets. Look, you you, yeah. you got to take steps. The media, you know, the microscope will be there. You you got to earn that though. That's something that you have to earn. You just don't do it with a nice season, and then you're you're out of the playoffs right away. You got to keep that <laughs> level of play up. I mean, come on. There's only yeah? there's no, only so I many agree. games we can cover, Brett. And Brett did a great job of putting this all together. And when you see Springs and Amherst appear defending state champs, not just teams that make the playoffs, they're state champs. It was a no-brainer for you to go with that game, Brett. I don't think you should be taking any gruff for that. No, and I don't really think I I have actually. I, I think I've been. As Mike Sherry, our other colleague, said, I think I'm overthinking it right now, and I'm, I'm starting to second-guess myself. Normally I don't do that. Uh, I think the games are pretty solid. But yeah. when you, one of the things, we'll talk about it now, is, is picking these live stream football games is you got to get stuff in. Usually I try to get it in March because of the press box space is so tight. Yes. It's a lot different than when you're doing a, a basketball game because the gym, obviously there's a lot of space to, yeah. to go and you know, in, uh, stream a game in a gymnasium. But there's only so many booths in a press box 
and most of the time we like Rosie to be dry if possible. <laughs> although, me too. It's although nice. sometimes you got to be out in the stands. Sometimes it's fun to see you shivering out there. Yeah, yeah, be out in the elements. Toughen me up a little bit. But so you're trying to predict back in like spring. Okay, who's gonna who's gonna do what? And by and large, it's usually the same cast of characters that you can count on. You can count on Kimberly. You can count on Appleton North. Uh, Fond du Lac, you know, is is, is his development of power. Um, those types of teams, Wrightstown and, and Little Shoot are always pretty good programs when you get. And then, but also something that the folks out there c- need to consider is that, is at least from a streaming standpoint, we're USA Today Network Wisconsin. We are not just the Post Crescent. We are not just Appleton based. The core audience is Appleton, and I think we can all agree that when you look at the network, which includes ten sites, yeah, right, Green Bay, Appleton, Oshkosh, Fond du Lac. Manitowoc, Sheboygan, yeah. Point, Rapids, Marshfield, Wausau. Wow, really good there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got I, them I did, I did right. <laughs> Just picturing the Wisconsin map. But okay. Those are 10 sites, 10 markets that we have to consider teams. The best of the best really reside in the Appleton Fox Cities markets. There's really the – and then Fond du Lac, obviously, there. But, uh, you know, and I don't – Down the valleys, which yeah, is Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bayport's really good. Notre Dame's really good. But I'm hearing generally up in the Green Bay neck of the woods, it's just not quite – as uh, stout as we're seeing here in, in, in Appleton. So you, you try to factor in all that, but we also need to incorporate the entire group because we want to uh, reach out for a statewide audience. It's kind of like the NFL. That's right. They could just schedule Packers, Patriots, Steelers, and Cowboys every week, but you got to spread the love a little That's bit right. and try to uh, showcase some other teams, you other put players. The Browns in there. Sometime. That's why they have it where you can only <laughs> be on Sunday night football three times. Yeah. Right, if I, I, if I, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, Sunday night football is going to take that, that – that handful of teams and just have them every right. week. So getting back to Amherst Springs, when you see that schedule, and actually Mike Sherry was like, you know, Brett, why, may, why don't you maybe want to consider that? I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Springs and Amherst. Amherst, three-time defending state champs. Springs, the defending D6 state champs. We never really profile really small schools. And no. not just that. Those were have been close games in the past. Yeah. Unfortunately, Unfortunately it, was, it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah. Springs absolutely annihilated Amherst. Uh, that was not expected. I didn't expect see that coming, and neither did you, Brett. No, and then if you do hindsight being 2020, it's like, well, yeah, we, we probably should have streamed the, uh, the Nina Appleton North game. But I'm looking at it from last year's standpoint that n- North destroyed Nina. Yeah. So, and that mm-hmm. wasn't a game. And I'm thinking, like you said, these, the Springs-Amherst rivalry has been really close. It's tough, but I think it was yeah. a good opportunity. It was a unique opportunity for us as a group to go down to the small school level for a change and, and, and profile some of these teams. Next week, real quick before we wrap up, like I said, we have Spash in, in uh, Appleton North. Typically, Spash is a really good program Typically. under Pete McAdams. This year, they look to be struggling. What do you do? I mean, you got yeah. Appleton North, Stevens Point, a big school in the Valley, the biggest school over in Central, a, yep. name, a, a game with name schools. You know, it's tough. And, so and, 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 and I know this is only an ancil- ancillary thing, it's a great setup there over there. It is. You feel you. It's yeah. real nice for us. Yeah. And it's an easy drive yeah. from here. It's only an hour plus. And, and, and Bill's Pizza. Yeah, and Bill's, and Bill's Pizza, pizza uh, afterwards. afterwards. And the thing is that we could be going potentially into a game where it's 0-3 against 1-2. Yeah, or and do or they, die. Yeah. That, 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 like Rosie and I were talking, that slants it a little bit. It makes it a big game. It's a must-win for one of these programs. Um, but, if yeah, but now you're looking at, like, well, the, the uh, who's playing uh, the um, – Nina and uh, no Fondy and Appleton North are playing this week. Right, that would be a good game to stream. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. But yeah. then if you do that, then we're not going to get Menasha uh, uh, right. on the stream, and they're one of the top teams in Division Two. Right, we're not going to get Xavier, and they're always a, a, a team that's making noise. Right, 
So then you, you're, you're trying to factor in how can we profile all of these schools and, and, and the, all of these markets all, all at the same time. And, you know, as it, it gets down to it, there are multiple weeks have big games, you know, uh, multiple big games in different weeks. So um, there are some changes I'm making. Week eight's one of them. Uh, we'll make that announcement soon. I'm, I'm going to kind of flip that around and potentially week in the middle of the week uh, or the middle of the season, week five, six, uh, could be some, some changes as well. But I think you do what you can do, and you try to get mm -hmm. as many markets represented as possible. Real quick, Fondy, Appleton North, who's winning that one? That is at uh, Appleton North, yes. correct. Uh, you know what? I'm mm, I'm going to say Fond du Lac. Appleton There's North. I'm picking the upset. You know who so Trent's going with. He I know who Trent's going lightning. with. He's a North guy. Uh, and then North, okay. Rosie, baby, come uh, on. I got to say Fondy. They went into Kimberly and – Brought it, and I think they're going to do the same. I, I just think Appleton's going to bounce back from that loss to Nina. I think ah, Fondy gonna looks really it's gonna, good. It's going to be almost like one of those. Because uh, remember last year, Fondy Appleton North was really close yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm thinking it's going to be one of those kind of at the end is game. But Carter Robinson is going to hit for that last second touchdown. Is the best football in the Valley, or is it the Classic Eight, Ricardo? Oh, it's the Valley, no doubt about it. I'm not, I don't even, that's not even discussion. The classic who? What? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Actually, I saw our, our colleague Doug Ritchie talking about Kimberly saying how Kimberly's success has just made the Valley that yes, much stronger. Yes, it has. It, it's yeah. affected them not just with personnel and coaching, with, with the logistics too, with, the, with everyone building the – well, not everyone, but, you know, folks are, are – first off, they're getting the turf. They're getting the, uh, the practice facilities. Yeah, there's rumors about another yeah. – Speculation that another school, and we're not going to say yet, but could be building okay. an indoor. indoor so facility. I mean, it's out there. It's out there. I, in my opinion, that's good. You always want to get the best facilities for your student athletes. It's a good thing. Success breeds success, and it also elevates everyone around you. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Does Nina have turf, or do they still on grass? No, they're, they're still on grass. On grass okay. Surprisingly, right. Amherst, well, they, Amherst is going to looks like they're going yeah, to switch to yes. turf. Turf next year. Yeah. Nina, you know, Nina usually they don't, they don't have the soccer team play on the football field because they have a very nice soccer facility oh, there for okay. them to play on. Right. So maybe they're thinking the grass doesn't take a beating, perhaps. But Brett, let's quickly move on to the G10 Power Ten. Uh, because right now, it, this is the first time we're putting it together. It's a composite uh, of, of teams that are in the USA Today Network Wisconsin coverage area that involves the Marshfield News Herald, Wisconsin Rapids Tribune, the Point Journal, Green Bay Press-Gazette, Appleton Post-Crescent, the Northwestern of Oshkosh, Bonnick Reporter, Sheboygan Press, and Manitowoc uh, Herald Times Reporter, as well as Wausau. So, Brett, uh, the number one team I have on there, no surprise, Fond du Lac. Yep. Uh, number two team I have is St. Mary Springs. Now, remember, this is pound per pound. This isn't one of the – yeah, of course Fond du Lac's going to be beat Springs. They're <laughs> ten times know, the though. size of Springs. <laughs> you never know. But in terms of how they fare in terms of enrollment and, 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 and their, uh, their opponents, you know, because obviously Springs just defeated uh, supposedly a team higher than them in terms of a division as a defending state champ. Yeah. That's why I have St. Mary Springs 2-0. Springs, Springs looked Springs, really, Brett, really give good. Me, be honest with wow. me. They're about as impressive as a small school yeah. team as you've seen. I don't know if there's going to be a team in – Six or five, whichever division they end. If it's six, it's over. I division five, we, we said Amherst is probably thinking, geez, I hope they stay in D6 because they were impressive. Springs, that was impressive I can't believe they, they don't look like a small school. They don't. They, some, of their some of their guys were 6'3". I mean, they that were. Kate Christensen, yeah. yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Wechter, the quarterback, That's, looked good. Nope. I mean. That is why, Brett, I have Springs number two. I have Kimberly third. I have Nina fourth. Bayport fifth. Iola Scandinavia, another good small school. Yep. Six. Edgar, another powerhouse. Seventh. Green Bay, Notre Dame sneaks in there at 8. Your little shooters at 9. Cedar Grove, Belgium at 10. Mm. But, Brett, look who I don't have in the top 10. 
North, Menasha, Amherst, Wester Pier. I mean, those are some outstanding teams right there, BC. Yeah, I, I guess of, of that group on the outside, Menasha probably is the first one I would probably try okay. to find a home. Maybe I would put them instead of Cedar Grove, Belgium. Okay. Uh, you know, just Fair my point. But I think uh, generally uh, that's a pretty good schedule or a pretty good pretty good list. I mean, Bayport and Notre Dame, hopefully that stays with it because right now we're tentatively scheduled. That's the big game in the, in the Green Bay market coming up. I think that's week six, so I'd like to stream that one up in Bayport. Well, this is going to be fun. This is just a little thing that I put together. It's going to run on all ten sites, and I'm, I'm putting my name, my number out there so people can holler and yell at me if they want. Uh, but, uh, again, this is the first time doing it. There's gonna be so it's going to get smoother as we go along here, Brett. But, yeah, I agree with you. Menage, the reason why I put Cedar Grove Belgium, that's a team that's won state titles and, and was last year was in the D5 championship game where Menasha, you know, has had some unfortunate early-round exits, uh, which kind of hurt them a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, Little Shoot's obviously always there. They always seem to be contending in D4. We know how good Notre Dame is in Edgar. You know, th there's a lot of championships there. So that's my G10. So that's going to be every week from now on throughout the season, I guess, Brett, until they tell me to stop. Is, is it how long I'm going to well, have we're that we're G10 wait, we're power We're waiting for them to tell us to stop this show. Not right, this show, but yeah, this yeah. show will go on in, in hey, forever. I, I know you got to get – but, hey, James Jones, he has officially broke the news at uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's a done deal. Oh, Four-year extension worth $33.5 mil in new money, plus incentives. Uh, he gets one over $100 million in guaranteed money. Done. Wow. That is uh, the Remember Packer killer. A Aaron Rodgers said James Jones would be the one yes, to uh, yeah, he break stayed, it. Broke his, there it is. He stayed true to his this word. This is hilarious. That's going to that's gonna, that's that's gonna hamper the pack. It's going to be, a, it's gonna be uh, handcuffs on the Packers. I love it. I'm glad. I never thought he was going to not be in Green Bay, but that's a lot of money, Brad. Yeah. See, they that just want to get this. a lot of money. They just want to get this done so then they can go out and get yeah, Khalil right. Mack. What happens in three years when uh, some other quarterbacks are starting to make more money oh, than Aaron Rodgers? Then he's going to ask for oh, more he's, money. He said he didn't want to be the highest uh -huh, paid quarterback. Sure. I just want to win That's easy to say when you're the highest paid quarterback now. What, what are you going to do with three, $33 million a year? I mean, how can you spend all that? I wonder what would happen if I stormed into my boss's office and said, I want to be the highest paid multimedia specialist in the there company. There you go. He'd go. laugh at me. Then Rosie's like, like well, not so fast, my friend. Getting <laughs> a nice computer, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, yeah, I'm supposed to be getting a brand new computer with okay. a video, video type, uh, like Premiere and everything. Rosie looked at me and went, ha! He just kind of laughed me out of here. Why is that? Because he has that already? Well, he's, he uh, obviously, he's got the experience with Premiere, yeah. and so do our photographers. Oh. They're, they're the, the, like the high-quality video. Gotcha. I said, Rosie's, Rosie's uh, our jobs are different. I mean, we're both live streamers, but he's live stream slash video. I'm more live stream slash reporter, right? Gotcha. Still, okay. so, um, yeah, that's all right. It balances out. You get a new computer. That's, that's right. all that's cool it's about it. I guess. and everything. It's we'll really see. sweet. Hey, two more topics we got to get to. A couple more topics, actually. Uh, first off, I want to touch on Nina Girls Volleyball. They won the joust in Mequon. Brett, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know if you understand how important Sounds that dangerous. is. The joust is one of the, the best tournaments along with the West Brent, Ben Sprawl. If anyone who follows volleyball knows this, for Nina to win the joust is a lot. I mean, you're talking about all the best teams down there in the southeastern part of the state. You know, the Milwaukee area thinks they got the best football and volleyball. They Brett. got the best everything. Every year they think they have the best girls volleyball. Well, no, Nina went down there and they won. Uh, so kudos to Nina. They actually finished first now. They're actually ranked number one in the coaches poll and in the prep dig poll. Uh, Brett, this is big news. You want to know why? Because I talked to Coach Moriarty. I texted him yesterday, the former coach of Nina. They won a state title in 2016, I want to say. And he was saying that they have never won the joust. That they didn't win the joust the year they won the state tournament. So that's how good this Nina team is under wow. Emily Bennett, uh, his longtime assistant. So kudos to Nina. Boy, oh, boy, if they stay healthy. And remember last year, I don't know if, if folks remember, they lost to Kimberly and had like a, a unfortunate early exit from the playoffs. Their best player 
Kayla Krause, friend of the show, she was sick. She wasn't at 100%. She actually missed the championship game in the FBA, which allowed Kimberly to win the, the, the conference title. But they're healthy. They look great. And uh, they have t the three top players, in my opinion, not only in the conference, possibly in the state with Tommy Albers, Eddie Barnes, Kay uh, Kayla Krause. So, Brett, Nina Girls Volleyball, could it be again where they repeat as state, or not repeat, but come back as state champions? It was a great story with Moriarty. I would think. You, uh, you know, you, do you, that you have some history with Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. Goes back uh, quite a quite. A, actually, I remember uh, doing a story when Moriarty w was named the coach. Was it Ken Boyven? I want to say he replaced. That was years ago when I mm -hmm. covered uh, when I was at the weekly level when I first got into this business. The old Nina Citizen. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're tough. I mean, it, it, the FBA looks tough as a whole again in the, on that girls volleyball side. I know you have uh, Kim Kimberly uh, on tonight. Appleton North going to be very good. Tough, and I guess it begs the question, if we're going to stream a game, <laughs> a volleyball game this year, wh which one are we going to pick? Well, I, I want to say Nina Kimberly just because Kimberly's the defending conference champs, but Appleton North finished 11th at the Joust, actually. And Kimberly won the consolation uh, bracket, uh, but actually Appleton North finished higher than Kimberly in that respect. So it's going to be interesting do to, we dare to do see who two? we dare. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying two? that. All I know is that we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to have a, a friend help us along as well. Uh, hopefully it's Coach Moriarty. We'll see. But uh, it, we have to do it, Brett. we got to do a Nina Girls volleyball game. Well Brett, Brett, Brett can't wait to be the cameraman. You're gonna oh, have, he You're going to have to give he me a date it. so I okay. can set it up with uh, – All right. I, if you're thinking Kimberly, uh, then I need to set it up with uh, Ryan McGinnis. At I'll get that in right away. Um, uh, uh, some upcoming things here real quick I want to touch on this Friday. It gets lost in the shuffle because of football, but the Irish uh, invite cross-country meet at Freedom – Every year, Brett, is one of the highlights for cross-country in this area. All the top teams descend there. I'll be there. Oh, you're going to be. Oh, that's right. That's my right. Son, my son so runs cross-country. You can give us uh, next week and give us a kind of like hands-on, like well, what's going on there, because it is, it is one of the top cross-country meets in our area, possibly in the state as well. Can't wait to see who's going to finish. That's usually an early determiner, Brett, of who's the team to watch, runners to watch, but uh, expect some real, real fantastic running, and hopefully whether it's well, I was going to say, is the course runnable right now? Yeah, I, you know, after, after all this rain. Holy smokes, guys. Yeah, real quick, I, I almost n didn't make it home yesterday. I saw, I saw his picture. <laughs> if you looked on Brett's Twitter at PC Brettsy, the, the park that's by your house is underwater. Yeah, and when I wow. when I was I was supposed to go down to Nina to pick up my wife yesterday, and I've got I got the Honda Civic. You know, I yeah. love my Honda Civic. Sure. That ain't, that's, that's not made for when the, no. when the water's up to uh, most of your wheels. So I t called my wife and I said I got to turn around. There was lakes on on roads, and um, I, I ended up getting into the Kimberly Little Shoot area. And the, if anybody knows, there's that bridge that connects the two communities. I could not go over the bridge because in one area they had the cops had it uh, blocked off because a a car was not submerged, but the water was up to the doors and wow, they were stuck. Dang. It was coming down that hard. Jeez. And uh, that's too much rain. Yeah, too much rain. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't endanger the Civic. I love Honda Civic. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it's unless I put, like, some sort of rudder on there or something, maybe. Yeah, a, maybe or lift kit, maybe. Turn it into, <laughs> like, a. Kit. Yeah. You could yeah, be on Fast and the kit. Furious. <laughs> that's yeah. what my son was saying. You need yeah. bigger wheels. Like, there like, you go. I was, yeah. I was a little nervous going through. I, I even heard the brakes squeak really loud at a, at a stop. Ooh. I was like, this Ugh. isn't good. This isn't good. Too much water. In that water, you don't want to stop. You just want to keep going. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Not well, good. Uh, real quick, I want to touch on Danielle Eaglin from uh, Nina. She's a senior. Brett uh, has been selected to participate in the Sub-Junior World Powerlifting Championships from September 2nd through the 8th in Pachifstrum, South Africa. I probably just butchered that name. But uh, get this, Brett. At the national meet, she placed third in her weight class, which is 84 kilograms. 
let me give you some of the weights that she lifted, okay? So in, in, in powerlifting, you're graded on, well, you have a cumulative total of three lifts. It's the squat, the bench, and the deadlift, right? So the squat, she squatted just short of 400 pounds. Mm. She squatted 397 pounds, okay? Her bench press was 204 pounds. Basically, she bench pressed me because I'm a couple <laughs> pounds over 204. Can you imagine a girl doing that? Well, anyway, that's what Danielle wow. did. Her deadlift was 385 pounds. Her total uh, combined weight was 986 pounds. Wow. That placed her third in the nation. She won her, state, uh, her weight class at the state meet back in March. She's going there uh, to South Africa to compete against some of the best in the world, Brett. And she thinks that she can finish second in the world. She was telling me there's this Russian girl who, is, who lifts about 300 pounds more than her combined, but she's <laughs> oh also a much bigger woman. Oh, as okay. you could say, Danielle, right. relatively speaking, is not, not that big. Um, so what school is she? She's from Nina. Yeah. Oh, they have a really good. Power yes, lifting. they always have a good powerlifting. Uh, uh, is that Joe Lewis? Joe is he Lewis. Still? Wow, he's been there. Joe a long Lewis, time. and I, I'm actually going to talk to him later today. Get some more info on this. But yeah, look for that story either Saturday or Sunday uh, in, in the Post Crescent. I think it's going to be Sunday. Actually, we have it pegged. So, uh, it could, you know, congratulations and good luck to Danielle Brett. That's incredible to think she could be second in the world. Yeah. Uh, from little old Nina. Going uh, to Daniel South Eaglin, Africa. Going to compete. South Africa. So, uh, yeah, please check that out on Sunday when I have that story. I think of the Russian woman as somebody like with Ivan Drago. And yeah. Yeah. The short needles in her and everything. Cut, What's going on? Buzz they cut. have all the, all the Russian folks there just watching. Yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, Brett, before we uh, sign off, Kimberly Girls Volleyball tonight, Maggie Cartwright, Courtney Pearson on the varsity roundtable. Can't wait to have them in. We talked about Kimberly Girls just a little bit ago uh, in terms of the, uh, the joust I, where, where they finished as a Constellation Championship. Maggie Cartwright, I like her. She, she a little, she's a little crazy. She's a little yeah. kooky. Yeah. Remember her? She was in here with a green oh, yeah. screen and, and yep. doing her thing. Uh, I think she was doing the hype dance. She's great. Yeah. She's fun. So please check us out later on tonight. It's going to be fun having the Kimberly Girls uh, defending FBA champs and uh, state qualifiers from last and year. And who will know who will be running the – Whatever, whoever cam tonight. Yes, that's right. Oh, mobile cam. I didn't invite the whole team, so hopefully they'll, no, they'll I'm all sure they'll have fun. For, for on the girls' side, they always bring the whole team. The guys are too cool for that. Right. right. And, yep. and Rosie, you'll be here, right? I'll be okay. here. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So great stuff and here. Don't forget, live stream uh, again Friday night, varsity game of the week. We're at Menasha, Menasha Xavier, Calder Stadium, 6, uh, 6 o'clock, our varsity pregame show, right? Uh, yes. We'll go live at Calder. And A revamped Calder Stadium. Yeah, looking forward to seeing that. And then 645, we'll go live. Uh, going into the game at either postcrescent.com or facebook.com slash postcrescent. And I'm going to have a burger because they got, they got a good grill there. I remember Ooh, okay. For years past. I'm bringing cash then. Yes. Yeah, so bring cash, Rosie, and uh, right. you too, Brett. So uh, have some uh, concessions there. So until next week uh, for another edition of the Varsity Roundtable, I'm Ricardo Grail sitting here again with Brett Christopher to talk about Rosie. And don't forget about Trent helping out as well, my friend. Thank I'll you give so you much. the handoff? You do the fake handoff. Now pull it out. Run PL, RPO right here. See that $33 Boom. million arm? Whoa. Did you see that? Give lady. this guy $33 yeah, million. Yeah, where's my money? Have a great week, no, everyone. No, that's why. Uh, never mind. <laughs>